the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Freedom and the dignity of the individual have been more available and assured here than in any other place on earth. We're not, as some would have us believe, doomed to an inevitable decline. I do not believe in a fate that will fall on us no matter what we do. I do believe in a fate that will fall on us if we do nothing. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. This is Always Right on AM 1420, The Answer. Here's your host, Bob France. Yes, indeed. Good morning to you, seven minutes after the hour of nine o'clock, and we are underway on Always Right, AM 1420, The Answer. It's a Tuesday, the 18th morning of the first month of the year of our Lord, 2022. Did you dig out of Snowmageddon yet? Goodness gracious. I mean, honestly, to listen to people yesterday, it was as, as if it was 1977 all over again. Wasn't that though? It was 78. I'm trying to remember. I was a kid. I was nine or ten. 78, I think, was the worst blizzard uh, that I endured into so far. But, I mean, my yeah, it was bad. Some cars got stuck. Johnny's got stuck. I understand that. But, my goodness gracious, that was the first snow we've had this winter. I mean, we had a light dusting in December. Pretty much everybody, ah, global warming, global warming. We can't even get snow in December. We can't even have a white Christmas because the planet is melting. Ah, Suddenly we get blasted with some snow, and it's, oh my gosh, there's too much snow. What are we going to Stop whining for crying out loud. <laughs> have a little bit of, I don't know, have a little bit of pride. All right, deal with it. That That's all I'm saying is deal with it. Now, when you do get stuck and your vehicle gets stuck and you have to trudge to work on foot to get a radio show on the air, you are exempt from my criticism about dealing with it. When your car is towed because you abandoned it so that you could get to work on time, you are exempt from critique. As a matter of fact, you are given a salute and a hero's welcome because that's that's man's game right there. But for crying out loud, yeah, uh, it stopped snowing about, what, 12 hours ago. Everybody going to be okay. And guess what? We're going to have more snow between now and, I don't know, April, probably. Probably still in March, too. So get ready for it and get ready to deal with it. All right, thanks for being with us as we get started. Coming up in half an hour, we're going to talk to Jim Jordan, Ohio's 4th Congressional District Representative, ranking member of the House Judiciary Committee, who's got to be just clicking his heels together today at the news. The new Gallup survey 
Americans were more likely to support the Republican Party than the Democrat Party toward the end of 2021 than at any point since 1995. 47% of Americans described themselves as Republicans or Republican-leaning in the Gallup survey from October 1 to December 31. That's pretty much a quarter. By my standards, that's three months. That's three months of surveying. That's a big sample size. 42% describe themselves as Democrats or Democrat-leaning. The largest gap the pollster has measured in favor of Republicans since the first quarter of 1991. A dramatic flip from the first quarter of 2021. First quarter last year, 49% of Americans identified themselves as Democrats or Democrat-leaning compared to only 40% of Republicans. So that means there's a 14-point flip. Republicans had a 9-point deficit a year ago. Now they have a 5-point lead. 14 points. Now, what could have happened between early 2021 and early 2022? What could have happened in the last calendar year? Hmm. Let's see if we can put our finger on this. Um, oh, I don't know, maybe Biden? Yeah, that was my best church lady impression without the reverb. I would have loved to have had the reverb there. (laughs) And I wonder how many people even remember the church lady back when Saturday Night Live used to be funny. (laughs) Yeah, and by the way, Biden comes out just as easily and, and just as well as Satan would have. That was outstanding. Anyway, um... In the first year of the Brandon administration, with Afghanistan and the destructive, deadly, disastrous uh, withdrawal from Afghanistan, with empty store shelves, with higher prices for, well, everything, including energy, with a short short, uh, supply of cars, with an open border that has seen more illegal aliens crossing it at any, than in any year in American history, with complete division along racial lines, with complete stumbling and bumbling his way through uh, the coronavirus by... Vax, vax, vax. Have you gotten vax? Get vax. It's patriotic duty. Get vax. Oh, and if you're vax, by the way, still wear a mask. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. Patriotic duty. Wear a mask. Stumbling without any solutions whatsoever, then saying, by the way, there is no federal solution before getting reamed for that, and then saying, yeah, we're still working on it from the federal level. I mean, we could sit here and run down everything that is worse about this country from where it was one year ago, Uh, and, and it would take us a very, very long time. But all you need to know is that Americans are watching. The Republican Party has a 14-point swing from beginning of 2021 to the beginning of 2022 in terms of party affiliation. That's not an accident. So we're going to talk a little bit about that with Jim Jordan, as well as a host of other things. And at 1010, we'll talk about that and more, including the assault on our voting rights by the Democrat Party um, through uh, through the John Lewis Voting Rights Act. That's right. They are assaulting our voting rights. And you want to know why? Because this movement of theirs, this legislation of theirs, this is not a voting rights bill. This is not a voting rights bill. This, my friends, is a voter laws bill. 
Their movement on this is voter. They want to change voting laws. It, they can't call it a voting rights bill because voting rights already exist. Every American citizen over the age of 18, or 18 or over rather, has the right to vote, no matter who they are, where they live, what their color is. Every American has the right to one person, one vote. So this isn't a voting rights bill. This is a voting laws bill. They want to change the voting laws so that we can essentially put into indefinite status the voting laws and rules that were put in place for the theft of the 2020 election. When they weaponized COVID to, to enact universal balloting and all of the other things that they did, we, we talk about these almost daily, they just want that codified as the way things are now and forever in every state. And no state is going to pass laws to strengthen voter integrity. Nobody's going to pass voter ID laws without the DOJ say so. Nobody is going to limit voter uh, early voting unless the DOJ says so. Nobody is going to uh, limit ballot drop boxes, ballot harvesting, same-day registration, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, unless the DOJ says so. So this is about voter laws, not about voting rights. And we're going to talk to Peter Kirsten now about that, among other issues. But the lead story today is going to actually be the NBA. And no, I'm not talking about how the Cleveland Cavaliers have apparently won a lot of games this year, which they weren't expected to do. I don't watch the NBA anymore. I used to broadcast for the NBA. I used to work for Fox Sports Ohio, and I hosted, back in 2013, the NBA, the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers pregame, halftime, and postgame shows on Fox Sports Television. I worked for the Cavaliers' flagship radio station for many, 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 many years. And I refuse to watch the NBA now for a variety of reasons. So, But I do hear and I do see newspaper coverage, and I do see Cavaliers have won quite a few basketball games. In fact, a certain number in a row. I don't know where it is or what it is, but I do know they're playing very well. That is not what I want to talk about. What we are going to talk about is the NBA and one of the most egregious, extraordinary statements made by an NBA owner that you have ever heard in your life. I'll tell you that story after we ask you to rise, patriots. Stand where you are. If you have a flag, if you have a flag, excuse me, please face it. Flag and face. Sometimes those that happens. If you have a flag, please face it. And uh, put your hand on your heart and join us. If you do not, that's okay. Just close your eyes and see that flag in your mind's eye. If you are a Voting Rights Act supporting Biden voter who is screaming about social justice in America but is completely oblivious to social justice and social injustices around the world, including in China, will you go ahead and take your knee alongside your favorite quarterback? We know you hate this country anyway. For the rest of us. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands one nation under god indivisible with liberty and justice for all all right let's uh let's kind of put away the mystery here and uh and tell you what's going on this uh, is a gentleman um whose name is going to be very difficult to pronounce for you and for me i'm going to try it though it's chamath palapatia Palapatia is what I'm going with here. Um, he is a co-owner of the NBA's Golden State Warriors. Maybe, arguably, the easiest team to hate in the NBA, which is the easiest league to hate right now. 
But he was doing an interview, a podcast interview, I believe, uh, the All In Podcast, as I think is what it was called. Could be wrong about that. But at any rate, this uh, co-owner of the Golden State Warriors was asked about communist China was asked why it is that the NBA refuses to condemn and criticize their business partners in China, despite China committing genocide and torture and rape of ethnic religious minorities in that nation. The Uyghur Muslim population there, there are millions of them, about a million of them are in concentration camps. They are being executed on a regular basis. Their women are being sterilized. Many of them are being raped. What is happening to the Uyghur population in China is simply some of the worst human rights violations in the, in the modern history of the world. The Golden State Warriors co-owner does not Nobody cares about what's happening to the Uyghurs, okay? You you bring it up because you really what? care, and I think what that's nice that cares? you care. The rest of us don't care. I'm just well, telling you, you a very care? hard... Wait, wait, I'm you're saying you personally don't care? I'm telling you a very hard, ugly truth, okay? Of all the things that I care about, yes, it is below my line. Okay? Uh, of all the things that's... that I care about, it is below my line. Now, I'm going to let that uh, resonate for a moment um, in your mind. And I'm going to ask you to consider and think about this for a moment. Can you imagine an American business owner in 1940 being asked about the business that they continue to conduct in Nazi Germany? Why are you conducting business in Nazi Germany? Can you imagine if that business owner said, well, there's a huge population of fans of my product in Nazi Germany. That's why we are still in business with Nazi Germany. Do you know how many of the Hitler youth buy our tennis shoes? And you know how much cheaper we can have them made over there by the Hitler youth? The ethnic... Uh, cleansing the genocide against the Jews over there? Look, of all the things that are on my mind, that is below my line. Of all the things that I care about, that is below my line. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about the genocide of the Jews. We've got money to make with Nazi Germany. It might be the Third Reich, but it's first place in our hearts. We're getting rich. Can you imagine that ever happening? Because that's exactly what just happened here. Replace the word Jew with the word Uyghur. Replace the word Germany with the word China. And we're in business. Nobody cares about, again? Nobody cares about what's happening to the Uyghurs, okay? You, you bring it up because you really what? care. And I think what that's you nice that you cares? care. The rest of us don't care. I'm just well, telling you a very care? hard... Wait, wait, I'm you're telling saying you personally very, don't care? I'm telling you a very hard, ugly truth, okay? Of all the things that I care about, yes, it is below my line. Okay? Uh, of all the things that I care about... It is below my line. Just- it is below his line, because the only line he cares about is his profit line, his profit margin. That's it. In the same interview, by the way, this man, this co-owner of the Golden State Warriors and the National Basketball Association, also declared that the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, is not a dictatorship. Also declared that America, the United States, 
the one that has made him rich, is no better than China. No better than communist China. This is literally what he said in the podcast. We don't care about genocide. We don't care about people being murdered and slaughtered and put in concentration camps. Because we've got money to be made. The question is, what's the NBA going to do? What's the National Basketball Association going to do about this? Are they going to censor this man? Not censor. Are they going to... um, Are they going to, um, not censor, what's the word I'm trying to, censure this man? Are they going to punish him? Are they going to punish him? Are they going to disassociate with him? Are they going to force him to sell his stake in the Warriors the way they once forced Donald Sterling to sell uh, the Los Angeles Clippers because he was caught on tape making racist remarks? Is, is, Is that going to happen? And I will say this to you. While that is what should happen, If the NBA does make that happen, they will be even bigger hypocrites than this owner. Because the NBA believes in every word he just said. It's just that they're not stupid enough as an organization, as a league, to say it out loud. But the NBA, why do you think they continue to to be in bed with communist China? They have announced that the NBA is a Chinese league now. It's a Chinese property. They continue to support a communist regime that is murdering people, um, locking people up in concentration camps, sterilizing them, doing virtually all of the same horrific things that were done to the Jews in Nazi Germany, and the NBA says, hey, those are our pals over there. Do you know they're 1.7 billion Chinese? You know how many shoes we can sell over there? You know how many shirts, jerseys? You know how much money we can make in that market? The Uyghurs? The Who's? The Watses? Now, they're below my line. Of all the things we in the NBA care about, that's below our line. The co-owner, Chamath Palapatia of the Warriors, after being completely dragged by many outraged people on social media, issued a statement of clarification yesterday. Listen to how much empathy pours from these words. In re-listening to this week's podcast, I recognize that it came across as lacking empathy. I acknowledge that in, that entirely. As a refugee, my family fled a country with its own set of human rights issues, so this is something that is very much a part of my lived experience. To be clear, my belief is that human rights matter, whether in China, the United States, or elsewhere, full stop. That's it. That's the end of the message. That's the end of the apology, the end of the clarification, the end of the, oh, God, I'm getting in trouble for saying I don't give a crap about how many Uyghurs are murdered over there. So I'll just say, yeah, my belief is that human rights matter, whether in China. By the way, he had to throw in that China and the United States together. They're equals, you know. Human rights, because there is uh, a full-on concentration camp genocide going on in the United States, too. Human rights matter, whether in China or the United States or elsewhere, full stop. He thinks that's the end of it. He's, uh, he's in for a very rude awakening. Americans are tired of this. Americans are sick and tired of people in this country proclaiming to be so concerned about human rights and about social justice, completely 
ignoring the most egregious attack on human rights, which is human life being taken on a regular basis as a political act in a communist country, all because there is money to, money to be made over there. This is, this is not going to end well for them. I've got more on this, but I've got more on a lot of things today. Stay right here. Always right. AM 1420, The Answer. Always right with Bob Frantz on AM 1420, The Answer. Okay, 928, short segment here before we get to Jim Jordan at 935. We'll get a call here from Bob in Newberry. Hey, Bob, you're on the air. Go right ahead, sir. Good morning, Bob. Yes, sir. What's on your mind? I just, I just wanted, you know, uh, you were talking about this Golden State Warrior, but, you know, look at Steve Kerr, the coach. Yep. He's, he's defended the Chinese also. Yep. Right along. So it doesn't, didn't surprise me a bit. I mean, there's just something wrong with that whole, that whole team there. Well, and, it's, uh, and, and it's not know, just that whole team. You're right, though, which is very bizarre because San Francisco, which is where the Warriors are based, uh, San Francisco has one of the largest Asian populations, including Chinese Americans in America. Um, and, and yet they have one of the most cavalier, and I don't mean that as in Team Cleveland, I mean one of the most you know nonchalant attitudes about the murder of all of those Chinese uh, uh, Muslim Uyghurs. Um, it's, it's simply astounding. Uh, that that organization, but the NBA as a whole feels that way because again, all they see is dollar sign. If they get profit out of you it, right they don't that. care who dies. Yeah, right. You are right about that. But like I say, Steve Kerr has been defended the Chinese right along, and it didn't it didn't surprise me when uh, when uh, you know this. Uh, that. No, it, it, it doesn't all, surprise me either, Bob. But here's, yeah, here's yeah. the thing, my friend. You know, Kerr is a little bit more nuanced in what he says. Like he's never said, "I don't care about the Uyghurs. I don't care. It's below my line." This was a little more direct and a little bit more insulting, I think, and that's what made this one stand out. But you're right, Kerr has kind of, you know, has, has kind of broadcast the message that this is what we think over here, uh, and we don't care what anybody has to say about it. Bob, thank you for the call, my friend. I appreciate that. Um, the Warriors organization issued a statement, by the way, trying to distance themselves from uh, this particular co-owner. Quote, as a limited investor who has no day-to-day operating functions with the Warriors, Mr. Palapatia does not speak on behalf of our franchise, and his views certainly don't reflect those of our organization. You know what's missing from that statement? Their views. What are the views of the organization? If his views that Uyghur Muslims being killed in a genocide uh, doesn't matter to him, and that's different from the, the organization's views, then tell us what you think of the Uyghur genocide. And what are you going to do about it? Are you going to lead any kind of opposition to our, to our unholy marriage and alliance with the, with the Communist Chinese Party? Is that what you're going to do? Because you didn't say what your views are. You just said that his views aren't our views. I think it should be incumbent upon the NBA to state for the record exactly what their views are. I'm going to talk about this with Jim Jordan and more coming up next. Day in 1420, The Answer. Oh, yeah.
mainstream media is always left. Tune your radio to the right and find a voice of reason amid the liberal chaos. Always right with Bob France on AM 1420. The answer. Will you stand for democracy? Yes or no? And here's one thing every senator, every American should remember. History has never been kind to those who've sided with voter suppression over voters' rights. And it would be even less kind for those who side with election subversion. So I ask every elected official in America, how do you want to be remembered? At consequential moments in history, they present a choice. Do you want to be on the side of Dr. King or George Wallace? Do you want to be on the side of John Lewis or Bull Connor? Do you want to be on the side of Abraham Lincoln or Jefferson Davis? Even the Democrats panned Joe Biden's unforgivable speech in Georgia last week. And by the way, it of course had no effect whatsoever on Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema, who announced, no, we are not going to wreck America, the American Senate, getting rid of the legislative filibuster just so that they can pass something that does not need to be passed. Joining us now for reaction to that and more is Congressman Jim Jordan, our fourth congressional district representative and, of course, the ranking member of the House Judiciary Committee. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm fine, Bob. Good to be with you again. How, how offended were you? How offended were you that, that, that if you disagree with them being able to have universal yeah. mail-in balloting, un, unchecked drop boxes, same-day uh, registration, et cetera, no voter ID, if you disagree with that, Jim Jordan, you're George Wallace, you're Bull Connor, you're Jefferson Davis, you're a traitor to the country. Yeah, the same. in the same day he's giving that speech calling Americans racist, we find out what? We find out his Justice Department has set up a, the same day, has set up a domestic terrorism unit in the Justice Department, in the FBI, to go after American citizens. And, oh, that same day we also learn that the Department of Education went first to the School Board Association, asked them to write the letter as a pretext for them to go after the Biden administration and the Justice Department to go after moms and dads and treat them as terrorists. All that happens on the same day. And, of course, here in Congress, here in the House, we were passing legislation that said you have to, you know, you, you, you can't show an ID. The Justice Department is going to be able to stop states from requiring their citizens to show an ID to vote. That's what the Democrats were up to. All that happened in one day. This is how radical um, the Biden administration is and, and the crazy points that they're trying to make. Yeah, it it really is. And, and, you know, if there was ever any question that the man who said, you know, after that terribly divisive Donald Trump, I'm going to be the unifying president. I'm not just going to be president for Democrats, but for Republicans and for all, we're going to come together. He literally is using every tool he can think of to divide Americans, whether it's vaxxed versus unvaxxed, black versus white, you know, voter rights versus racist and, 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 uh, you know, uh, Dixiecrats and, 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 uh, uh, and Confederate leaders and Confederate presidents. I mean, I've never seen anything quite like this, and maybe that's why Congressman Jordan, his latest survey uh, numbers from Quinnipiac, he's at 33%, and and, and his vice president is below that. Maybe this is why. Yeah. Yeah, and I would ask the question, who are these 32%? I mean, who in the heck approves of what this guy's doing? I'd like to meet these folks, because I I don't think anything he's done that, 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 that makes any sense whatsoever. And you know, Bob... I was there. I went to the inauguration. I went there, and I heard the President of the United States, when he gets sworn in, give his speech and say he was going to unite the country and bring the country together. And frankly, that would be a good thing for our nation. As much as I disagree with his policies and everything else, it would have been nice if he, if he would have focused and did what he said he was going to do on that particular day. He has done, as you point out, anything but that. 
And you think about what, just think about the election issue. You, you know, they tell us all the time the 2020 election was the most secure election in American history. Well, if that's the case, then why do you have to change everything? Why do you have to federalize and nationalize? The, if it was the most secure election ever, if you're telling us there was nothing to, nothing to see there, if that's the case, then, then why are you trying to take control of the election and run everything out of Washington, D.C., and tell states they can't require uh, their, their, their voters to have a, uh, an ID and let, you know, th- th- this is, this is how, how crazy and ridiculous and how contradictory their points uh, and their positions are. Yeah, you know, that's got a nice ring to it, by the way. You said you were at the inauguration and you heard him say that, and frankly, it would be good if he did what he said he would do. Somebody ought to write a book like that. That's a great idea. Actually. I like oh, wait a minute. I, 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 I didn't I even that's... mean to say that, but I was there that day. I mean, it was, all, all, it was uh, a year ago this Wednesday, a year ago this Thursday. So two days from now, it'd be one year. We, 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 I was there on that cold day, listened to him speak, and, you know, you thought, okay, maybe that this, the country could use this. Um, but, no, he's been, been anything but. Well, and by the way, for those who don't know, uh, I was tongue in cheek there because Congressman Jordan has written a book called Do What You Said You Would Do, Fighting for Freedom in the Swamp. It uh, is something you should absolutely read. Now, um, I, I mentioned, or you, you know, we, we're talking about why it is, um, you know, he would be opposed to letting states make up their own rules and so on and so forth when it comes to elections to make sure that election integrity, integrity is protected. Maybe we have that answer now. Maybe you saw the Gallup survey that came out uh, just this morning that from October 1st to December 31st, there was a 14-point swing registered yep. uh, in uh, in the number of Americans who identify as Republican or Republican-leaning. Uh, a year ago, in the, in the um, first quarter of 2021, um, there was a nine-point advantage for the Democrats in terms of number of Americans who identify themselves as Democrat or Democrat-leaning. Now it's a five-point Republican edge. That's a 14-point swing in one calendar year. I wonder what happened during that calendar year that could have led to that uh, that conversion. Well, we went from safe streets to record crime. We went from stable prices to record inflation. Uh, we went from a secure border to record immigration. I mean, you, you think about it. record crime, record inflation, record uh, levels of illegal immigrants. I mean, the American people would <laughs> American people want safe streets, affordable gas, and freedom. Instead, they get record crime, record inflation, and Dr. Fauci. So, you, you know, you can see I, my time in politics. I'm in politics a, a few years. I have never seen that dramatic of a change in that short of time. Um, and it just goes to show you, Joe Biden didn't do what he said he was going to do when he when he gave his uh, inaugural address uh, 360, you know, three days ago. Um, and, and he's done anything but uh, policies that make sense and are helpful to American families. I mean, think about a family in an urban area right now. Think about what the Democrats are telling families in big cities across our country. They're saying we're in many cases, they're saying we're not going to let your kid go to school. They're saying, second, we're going to let bad guys roam the streets. And, oh, by the way, we're also going to let illegal immigrants vote in local elections. And families are saying, what? What are you talking? Bad, you're not going to let my kid go to school. You're going to let bad guys roam the streets while my kid's home. I mean, this is craziness. So I think, I think there's a real opportunity for, frankly, Republicans and conservatives to do much better and to run for office and win offices in many of these urban areas that for so long we thought only Democrats could win those uh, win those positions. Yeah, well, they can if they are able to pass this voting rights. Uh, and in fact, they keep calling it a voting rights act or a voting rights law. It's not. It's a, it's a voter law uh, bill. That's what this is, because everybody already has voting rights. I would like for, for the Democrats to produce one American citizen who wanted to vote in the last election who was denied the right to vote. Yeah. 
Somebody show me whose vote was suppressed, denied, censored, blocked, disenfranchised. One person who wanted to vote but couldn't because of voter suppression laws. I I, I would love for somebody to do that. They have no, they can't. They, so we yeah. already have voting rights. What they want to do is change voting laws, and they want to make indefinite. Yeah. They want to make permanent uh, the you know the the weaponization uh, of COVID that they did in the in the summer record, in the fall of twenty twenty. Record turnout in the twenty twenty election. The Democrats will tell us it was the most secure election in history. Even though we you know we saw all kinds of things with our own with our own eyes. The record turnout. Uh, most secure election in history, but there's all kinds of problems with our voting system, so we got to run it from Washington, D.C. None that? of that makes sense. None of the things they say make sense. But this is, and it just, again, underscores everything they do is, is radical left policies designed to entrench them in power and, and I think, frankly, hurt the American family and American people. This is not an Ohio story I want to ask you about now, Congressman Jordan. Uh, it's a Michigan story, but it, it applies to all of us here. And we saw it in Virginia, uh-huh. too, so let's go ahead there, too. We, it was a huge, huge factor in the election of, uh, of Glenn Youngkin uh, as the governor of Virginia. But in Michigan, the Michigan GOP tweeted the following. Uh, I, believe it was, I don't know if it was yesterday or if it was Sunday. Not sure where this parents should control what is taught in our school, in schools because they are our kids as originating, but parents do have the option to choose to send their kids to a hand-selected private school at their own expense, if this is what they desire. The purpose of a public education in a public school is not to teach kids only what parents want them to be taught. It is to teach them what society needs them to know. The client of the public school is not the parent, but the entire community, the public. Who tweeted that out? This is the Michigan Democrat Party. The Michigan Democratic Party official Twitter account, blue checked and everything. It is to teach them what society needs. In other words, Congressman, our children are not individuals. Our children are not ours to raise with values that we believe in, and our children are not to be raised and educated in manners that we agree with. Our children are cogs in a societal wheel. They will be taught what society thinks they need to know and nothing more and nothing less. Yeah. I mean, this is extraordinary, and in fact, this got so much of a beatdown, they, they pulled the tweet after just a few hours and tried to say yeah. that this doesn't reflect the views of the entire Michigan party. It was, you know how it is, some unknown intern intern got control of the yeah. Twitter feed yeah. and put this yeah. out there. Go ahead. Yeah, right. No, no, no. This is, this is the same issue, as you point out, with that, that propelled Glenn Youngkin in Virginia. Uh, let's, uh, let's hope it does the same in Michigan, and my guess it is because parents are parents. And you start telling parents government knows better about your kids than you do, and lots of moms are going to say, I don't think so. I mean, I've joked, I've joked for a long time, but like, like any good humor, there's truth to it. I said no high-paid lobbyist, no government bureaucrat will ever be a mom on a mission to do what's best for her son or daughter. And you had a bunch of moms get fired up in Virginia a few months back, and then some more moms got fired up, and pretty soon some dads got involved. And the next thing you know, Glenn Youngkin just got sworn in as governor this past Saturday. And let's hope the same darn thing happens in, in Michigan where they will respect the rights of parents, the rights of moms and dads to control the upbringing of their children. That is so wrong. With, uh, with, I mean, but that's know, today's what, left. It's and communist they group the think. It's communist group yeah, think. What is best totally. for the individual, the child here, is not our concern. What's best for society? That's what we'll teach these kids. What's, they're going to be members of the, of the proletariat and do what they're told. And, and you're seeing that, not, that, that leftist, socialist mindset across the board. It's not about the First Amendment anymore. anymore. If you don't agree with us, we're going to censor you. We're going to determine what misinformation and disinformation is. And if you don't agree with us, you're not allowed to talk. If you try, we're going to call you racist like Joe Biden did last week, and we're going to try to cancel you. That is the left. And, oh, by the way, it's not your kids. It's, it's, it's the side. That's, right. That's how the left thinks, and it is 
this is the fundamental fight. This is the key fight. It's about the First Amendment. It's about the Constitution. And um, that's why that's why I appreciate what you do every day, because you're talking right. about these issues and making sure people understand. Well, speaking of communism, Congressman, uh, let's talk about the Chinese Communist Party. And uh, they're killing people there by extraordinary measures. They have concentration camps filled with Mus- uh, Uyghur Muslims. So ethnic religious minorities are being kept in concentration camps. Their women are being raped. Many of them are being sterilized. Uh, and they're being essentially executed. It's a genocide by, by every definition of the word. The co-owner of the Golden State Warriors... Um, was asked why the NBA continues to do business with the Chinese Communist Party, given the fact that this is going on with the Uyghurs. This is what he said. Nobody cares about about what's happening to the Uyghurs, okay? You you bring it up because you really care, and I think that's nice that you care. The rest of us don't care. I'm just well, telling you, you a very care? hard. Wait, wait, I'm you're saying you very, personally don't care. I'm telling you a very hard, ugly truth. Okay, of all the things that I care about, yes, it is below my line. Okay, oh, of all the things that I care about. It is below my line. I was trying to picture, Congressman Jordan, somebody doing business with Nazi Germany in 1940 and knowing that the concentration camps have begun, knowing that the genocide has begun, but we're making buku bucks from Nazi Germany. Are you kidding? I'm not going to stop my business with Germany. Uh, And and of all the things I care about, the genocide of the Jews is below my line. I'm making money. That's what is being said today about communist China. No, it's it's wrong. it's it's sad. I mean, these are human beings, and, and for that callous attitude expressed by that, the, I think you said the, the, the whatever uh, basketball program. I don't know if it was it's the Warriors, Golden State I Warriors. Yeah, yeah I, didn't, I, I didn't catch the I didn't catch the name, but what well, doesn't matter though because he's speaking for the whole NBA. The whole NBA has the right, same right, attitude. No, I, I get it. I get it. It, it, it is it is completely wrong. Look, what we 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 got we passed legislation here to ban any products that are made by Uyghurs. We, you got You got to go after them. Uh, sanctions and economically, that's how you have to do it. But frankly, uh, I don't think you're going to get the kind of pushback you need and, and, and the kind of leadership you need until you get President Trump back in the White House. He was the first guy to stand up to these folks. He stood up to the CCP. He stood up to the Chinese. He, he projected strength. We've talked about this many times. He projected strength from the Oval Office, and we have anything but that happening now. I, 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 I told this story. I, told this, I, was, I related this Sunday on, on the Maria Bartiromo show. Uh, if 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 Mike Pompeo was was meeting with his Chinese counterpart in Anchorage, Alaska, a few months back, and that the guy from China tried to do what he did to Tony Blinken, our Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo would have got up and flipped the table over and said, "You do not treat the United States that way." That there there is a strength that is. It, it, first of all, that would have never happened to Mike Pompeo in a President Trump administration. But if they'd have tried, I know the kind of reaction they would have got from Secretary Pompeo. They got just the office from Blinken. He just took would it. So President that's Trump, what they see. Would, would President Trump have boycotted these Olympics? Because he should. I don't. And, and Joe Biden yeah. should. Well, I mean, do you think Joe Biden should say, look, uh, to the Chinese, for all of the reasons you just mentioned, uh, we are boy- they're arriving. Uh, athletes from around the world are descending on China this week uh, for, the, for the Winter Olympics. Should Joe Biden say, we're not doing business with a genocidal, homicidal uh, 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 communist regime? We are not going to enrich your country by bringing American athletes there. No, that, it's a fair question. I, I, I tend to think you, you go kick their tail. You go win. You don't say, oh, we're going to forfeit and not show up and let the Chinese have their... I think you go kick their tail, just like Jesse Owens did in 1936, when we saw Hitler and all the evil he represented come into power. I think you go over there and yeah, yeah, but, show yeah, them con- how the Congressman, Congressman do it. There, there were no concentration camps killing Jews in 1936. 
That didn't start Fair until point. 1939, so it was one thing. But but this is going on right now. Do you think that the Uyghurs who are being executed uh, in in a genocide right now are going to feel better because some American athletes came over there and won some medals and kicked tail? We we we're going we're no. going to enrich the no. country that is allowing this genocide to go on by showing up I, there. Why we can't do that? <laughs> Fair, fair point, but I, I do think there's something to be said for going and, and showing that we're 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 not gonna we're not just gonna walk, we're gonna go win we're gonna show what America is about we're gonna we're gonna and, and frankly if athletes would speak out against it while they're there that's even better I mean we we now have this 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 phenomenon where athletes are, are weighing in on political issues this would be a great issue for athletes to weigh in please go win the gold medal and say you know what I, yeah, I wish this country that i just won this gold medal and would, would would treat people the way they're supposed to be treated i think that would be a but great by, sh- by showing happen. up there though they're going to they're going to generate billions by by have hosting the olympics that's why cities fight for it every four years around the world by showing up there they win by showing up there and enriching them, they win. You think some American snowboarder holding a gold medal is going to be, make us feel better for Uyghurs being raped and, 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 and sterilized and executed in concentration camps? I, I don't think some snowboarder or skier is going to make that better. Uh, by us showing up there, the Chinese communists win. And I think it's up to, I think if President Trump were in power right now, I think he would say there's may, no way in hell we're going over there. He, 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 he may, may, in fact. Uh, I mean, I just, I just know uh, you and I grew up in the age where I mean, I remember every spring I'd go to Toledo, Ohio, and watch the USA wrestling team take on the Soviet team. And it was, it was freedom versus communism. It was good versus bad, and it was played out in sports. And we, we, I, used to, I, mean, I used to watch the USA, USSR track meet when I was a kid. And I, I remember you, that, that sport was used to show that freedom matters. And so I think you have to balance that with exactly what you're saying. But, but you, know what, you know when you didn't watch any of that, though, Congressman? You know when you didn't watch any of that? was in 1984. And that's because Ronald Reagan said, no way, we're not going over to the Soviet Union and to Moscow and taking American athletes there and justifying and legitimizing well, all no, of the things that they do. No, actually, we, actually, it was it was, it was was Carter who did it in 80. Reagan, in 84, we had the Olympics in... in oh, that's uh, right. I'm sorry, you're right. It was Los the other Angeles. way around. You're right. Thank you. You're correct. 80, My apologies. In 80, was, it was Jimmy Carter the summer Olympics said, we're not going to go. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I do uh, remember my, my coach, my coach, I mean, he wasn't my coach at the time because I didn't start wrestling for him until 1982, but my coach was captain of the wrestling team, and uh, he was going to head to Moscow in 1980, was picked to, he, he was silver medalist in 76, so he had a chance to achieve his goal and didn't get to, didn't get to go kick the Russians' butt in Moscow. Right. No, uh, you, no you're correct. Thank you for that correction. They did, we, didn't, we didn't go there, and then they, were, they retaliated in 84 by not coming to Los Angeles. And they did the same thing to us in, in 84. Right. Uh, and again, maybe that was the right call. I, I, looking back, I, I kind of think it probably wasn't. This is a little different situation because uh, of, of just the, the terrible treatment that's happened to the Uyghurs. So I see it, but I'm just, I think I'm probably colored by, um, influenced by what I, I grew up in that, that in sport. I mean, I've, I've competed in the Soviet Union when it was still the Soviet Union. Went over there and, and no, and, I know, and I get it. You're you're an international competitor at the highest level. I understand that. I get it, and I, I know where that comes from. Uh, and I and I certainly respect that. But I'm just saying, there there are some things that are bigger than athletic competitions. And right now, by us showing up there to try to win the the half pipe uh, and say, look at us, we're better than you, China. We won the half pipe and the gold medal. You got bronze, and they're counting their money. Because of our presence there and the amount of money that there will be. As they continue to execute people, 
I just feel like there is a there is a disconnect there that we we cannot be a part of that. But no, uh, it, 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 valid point. I think it's I think it's it's one of those those tough ones. But we should be yeah. doing anything and everything we can in Congress to to stand up for the Uyghurs. And frankly, this administration I don't think is going to stand up to China. Uh, and uh, you're not going to see our, our government really send it to China until Donald Trump is back in the White House. Yeah, no, they're they're they're, they're international cowards. Of that, we we can be certain. Congressman Jordan, very very good discussion. I really appreciate your points you of view on all of that. Thank you, you so bet, much, sir. We'll talk to you soon. All right, uh, nine fifty-seven. We blew past our break, so we're done for the hour. We'll be back in hour number two with Peter Kirsch. Now, stay here. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.